everyone. Welcome to American Dreams, a podcast about the British royal family. I'm Caitlin. I am Jenna. And hello, everyone. Um, we are going to just spend this episode talking about the latest news because we don't really have a very good main topic idea. And yeah. I mean, we we know a lot of you spent a lot of time listening to our episode last week about uh, Megan, what dress Megan might wear. And I know we, we went on for a while because we're excited. We had so many opinions. Right. I think we could have probably talked about it for another hour. Probably. To be honest. But I think by the end we were like, oh, God, we can't go to two hours on this. Also, I'm bad at describing dresses. So it's less fun <laughs> than like if somebody is looking at a picture, you know, or like if you're sitting around yeah. with a, mag- a wedding magazine, you could be like, oh, I like this one. It's harder to do orally. Like I've, yeah, like I've been trying to listen to like fashion podcasts to like learn how they talk about it. Yeah. And it's, it's tough. And I think there should be some sort of like audio visual, like when you get a, a, a file or listen or listening to a podcast, like there should be an option for you to like also include attachments for like images so that we can share that type of information if people want to, you know, look at an index of. Maybe we what could drop links in our about. we could drop links in our show notes. That's smart. Oh my that's gosh, a good idea. that's a thing I'm that, write that down. I, I, as a person who writes the show notes, could definitely do. Woo! Um, so yeah, th- I mean, we're learning. We could go. So we, we need like, do we need like a website then? Or no, I would just, just put links Doc? in. I would just put links in. I oh, think. True, duh! Right, because they'd already be already be online. Yeah, that makes sense. And again, cool. it would just be links to like you know, interesting news articles or images. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that would work. Uh, we yeah. wouldn't do it for every little thing, but for the the things that we're really discussing in depth. Maybe what, what we'll do is probably test it out next week uh, when we do our in-depth review of the Scandinavian tour that Bill and Pete are currently on. Yeah, so today we're recording on February 1st, so Thursday, so there's obviously been a few days of the tour um, completed, but we, yeah, we want to bring you guys a full episode where we cover the entire event. So what a better way to look at a tour than together. Yeah, and so we can follow all of the fashionable details and come out with our favorite outfits of the trip and, you know, things that, I don't know, we'll have the full spectrum of Kate's uh, coat choices to mull over. Indeed. Indeed. And yes, and all those dresses. So many we dresses. Have, we have... We have things to say. Oh my God. I can't I'm wait. Sure, I'm sure a lot of you do too. It might slip out in this episode, but I'll try not to do too much that's about what we're going to talk about next time. But I mean, yeah. teasers, there's amazing stuff going on mm-hmm. uh, in her sure. fashion choices. Yeah. Um, yeah. But what's happening in your world this week? Oh, well, uh, I'm trying to think. So I... So I'm up. I'm actually upstairs recording this week since uh, my husband needed the basement. Um, so I'm in my office, and I haven't been in my office for a really long time. And so, I and earlier today, I recently, since I'm on maternity leave, I recently ordered an exercise ball to mm-hmm. have as a, 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 a tool to exercise with, obviously. And I was like, oh, I should sit on it while recording today. So I was practicing since I just blew it up today, and um, I did not blow it up enough because, like, I was like going like back and forth and it was really embarrassing so I was glad I was by myself and now that now that I've shared it with all of you you didn't um, did you fall 
I didn't fall, but I definitely had to grab the side of the, <laughs> the, the, the table to like be like, whoa. I've been there. Like, I have yeah, definitely been there. Yeah, because I was like, this is embarrassing. Like my balance is off. Like this ball is not inflated enough because um, I had to use a hand pump. And I usually don't need to do that because my dad owns like a million air machine yeah, pumps. Air compressor like, things. Air Mine compressors. too. Yeah. So like using a hand pump is silly to me. Mm-hmm. So I, w- I was like, I'm, I can't believe this. I should have brought it. I was at my parents today and I should have brought it with me. I don't know how I would have transported the ball home, but. I don't know. Put it that. in your driver's seat. Buckle it in in your passenger yeah. seat. <laughs> True. Well, when you True. told me told me you got an exercise ball, I was pick, thinking about that up uh, that cold open from the office where Dwight is sitting on the exercise oh, ball yeah. at work, and yes. it made me laugh because I'm just picturing you like like being like like as you record. I don't think you would do that because you're not Dwight Schrute, but no, I wouldn't. But um, I have big dreams for this exercise ball, so hopefully I can get it working and I can actually be uh, you know competent adult to use it we'll see i believe so. in you yeah we'll see i think it'll be successful <laughs> yeah all right yeah well i'm currently dealing with the fact that the super bowl is this yeah. weekend and i got kicked out of my office well everyone in my office got kicked out of their our building today they the police oh. kindly asked us all the businesses in the downtown block we're on if we could just you know not have our offices open after 3 p.m. today so I came and worked from home this afternoon and we'll be working Mm -hmm. from home tomorrow which is fine with me because I have been uh, it's been really hard for me to focus at work for the last uh, week because they've started having concerts outside my office window at about 2 30 (laughs) p.m. and it's loud it is very loud and so I've had to come home to focus on my work anyway but Oh my gosh, yeah. Our city is truly, like, crazy right now. It is. Like, um, our friend Sarah was telling me, she just texted me today that her uh, her boss was walking through the Skyway, and there was just Justin Timberlake and yeah. Jimmy Fallon and Jessica Biel hanging out They're... with Aaron Rodgers. Like, Wow. What? Oh my, wait, so Sarah saw Aaron Rodgers? Did she die? No, she didn't. Oh, she, so she didn't. Tried, right. She tried, so after her boss came back, she was oh, like, her bo- oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to go look. I was yeah. like, oh, my God. Did, did, is Sarah dead? <laughs> like, like is she, Sarah saw Aaron Rodgers. I was like, who more deserving than a true Packer fan to meet Aaron Rodgers? So yeah. I, and I think Sarah loves him. So Yes, she does. That's why right. I was saying, like, oh, is she dead or did she get a restraining order taken out against? I don't know. Not to impugn her character, but, like, we all react well, I would get be getting a restraining order on Justin Timberlake. I'd be like, I'm sorry, Jessica, you're here, but... I'd try to steal his fedora because I bet he was wearing one. But, <laughs> Probably. you know, that's just me. Bring you back your old hair, Justin. Please. Yeah, I want the frosted blonde corkscrew, corkscrew curls. <laughs> I was thinking more 2020 experience, but... Oh, yeah. I guess I might take the curls, too. Oh, you don't. You over. were thinking like the actual attractive uh, yeah, Justin yeah. Timberlake, not yeah. the, not the in sync. I thought you were making a joke. Not, oh <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so I was thinking you were talking about whatever, but yeah, it's um like also the problem is uh ESPN set up their like camera station in the oh. like in the yeah. like atrium of my building. And so a bunch of people are like, oh, I have to go. There's this sports person. I'm like, I have no idea who you're talking about. 
Like Aaron Rodgers, I would recognize him. Somebody also mm-hmm. said like Shaq is in town. I was like, yeah, I would recognize Shaq. Yeah, I think for that's sure. a person I could like spot and identify. And it's like, it's not that I'm not into sports. I'm just not the biggest like football fan. And usually mm-hmm. when I'm watching sports, they are wearing jerseys that have their name and or a number prominently displayed so I can much easier. Yeah. Well, otherwise, they're wearing like helmets. I don't see their faces like consistently right, yeah. unless they're like starring in insurance commercials also. Right. You know? <laughs> and so it's like, OK, uh, I don't know who this is, but there are people who are making it so I can't go get lunch. Right. Because they're trying to get selfies. Mm-hmm. Well, our city will be hopefully back to normal by next week. Yeah. And no one will think of Minneapolis once again because they'll be so sad that they had to be so cold. Yeah. There's like wind chill warnings. But speaking of the cold, there's a thing I'm going to try to do tomorrow. Um, There's like a hipster hotel kind of by where I live. And I read in the newspaper that there is a vending machine in an alley behind it that sells uh, handcrafted Minnesota snowballs for a dollar a piece. (laughs) And so somebody like and the all all the money does go to a, a local charity. So it's more oh, cool. of a joke. But they're like canned. Somebody took snow and made snowballs and then put them in cans and like labeled them with the date of freshness and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's really funny. So I want to uh, walk over there and try to buy one tomorrow because I oh, think that's it's hilarious. Awesome. Yeah, then I'll, that's super cool. Yeah. So if you're in town, go go find where the Hewing Hotel is and you want to buy a, a snowball. I think I'm going to see if they're still available. Cool. Anyway. Well, next mu- next week when we record, we'll have a full rundown of how the Super Bowl went mm-hmm. in our city. But uh, so we hope you're not sick of it. It's just, you know, we're from Minnesota and not these things don't happen very often. Yeah. People so. like downtown is busy. And I'm like, huh? Yeah. I don't understand this. It's like false. It's like this is not how Minneapolis usually is. So, all right. Well, so as we said, we don't have a big main topic, but there's plenty of news to cover. Um, We're going to cover everything that happened in kind of the last week and a half. We're, again, not going to address any of the Scandinavian trip stuff yet. Well, we'll be talking about some things that Harry and Meghan were up to recently. Just everyone can sit tight on that. Um, But yeah, I'll start with uh, what Prince Charles is doing. And so today, February 1st, was the first round of investitures of 2018. And so Buckingham Palace uh, posted their social media um, on, on their social media. They posted photos, video and a lot of information about these new honorees. And as we usually do, we cover the more interesting folks who or the people we think are interesting who receive these honors. And. You know, there were, I think there was like an actor, there were other people who have done great things. Um, But the person I was most impressed by was this 86-year-old woman named Pam Butcher. And she received an MBE uh, from Prince Charles today uh, in recognition of her services to table tennis. So because Pam is an amazing ping pong player. (laughs) And her story is really funny. So she, well, or not necessarily funny but interesting she picked up table tennis kind of later in life as just a hobby to do and she has gone she's gone on to win like 15 medals in it she's been like really showing up for great britain and uh putting great britain on the map she is and so it's really (laughs) funny and i just liked 
because I'm like seeing this video of this kind of little old lady and all of a sudden then she um I'm like watching her talk and then it's like oh she's she's a ping pong champion that's not something I expected to see so once again um the royal family recognizing greatness in in many spheres indeed (laughs) even even (laughs) table tennis congrats Pam All right. And then uh, the other thing just going on with the senior royals or kind of the royal family in general is that it was announced this week that there will be a new five uh, pound coin uh, created or minted uh, that will feature the not only the monarch, uh, Queen Elizabeth, but also any of uh, kind of the first uh, inline heirs or the order of succession. So that includes uh, the coin with uh, Queen Elizabeth, Prince Charles, Prince William, and then Prince George. And uh, it's actually going to be, the coin will feature that picture that they took, uh, I believe, in 2015. That's all them kind of standing together. And then Prince George is kind of uh, propped up by like a pile of books, I believe it is. Is it the, the they made postage stamps out of those, yes, right? exactly. Yeah. Yes. And it was like, it's like weirdly, like if you need to take the postage stamp off, their head comes off. Yeah. It's like. They just outlined it like it's the picture, but like each of the stamps is their faces, which I was like, that seems a little weird, but you know. I think it's funny. They probably, it's like a tongue in cheek off with their heads, probably joke, I would think. But it is kind of weird, like you're taking off Prince George's head, which is, like, yeah, but it's so cute. <laughs> right. And I was actually surprised to learn how many like weird, like not weird occasions, but how many occasions that they m- make new coins. Like here in the United States, like we don't really do that like it's not like we commemorate really all that much but like when prince philip retired they made a like a new coin to celebrate that now are these like collectible coins or i i imagine but i mean because i've never seen a five pound coin before so i'm wondering yeah like i mean this must be new yeah i i think i mean there's probably a need for a five pound coin or something i don't know i think I mean, th- there's so many coins. It's like your purse gets so heavy. Like when I was over I there, because I was like, I just have so many pound um, pounds, and I'm just like, uh, I yeah, don't want to carry any more of these. We're used to throwing our change like at the bottom of our purse because it rarely. You then you let it build it up. Doesn't and, like, matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You you eventually will fill up your like change jar and then take it to the bank, and then you'll be like, sweet, I have twenty or to forty dollars here. But it took you like two years to accumulate that much and change. But over there, yeah, I would be like, oh, I'm out of money. And then I'd be like, that doesn't make sense. I haven't spent as much as I took out of the ATM. And it's like, oh, it's because you have like 20 pounds in coins in your purse. And it also feels like it's 20 pounds, the like weight kind. I would like to know how like people deal with that. And if they just, people just don't, if people mostly just use their card now, or if like people just carry larger wallets have like a larger coin section. Cause like on my wallet, it's tiny and I try not to put any coins in there. Cause yeah, I just save them for like, just because, like, I don't want to carry, it's heavy. Like, I would always pull the quarters out when I had to do laundry, like, pay for laundry machines or something, but... Yeah, so if you're um, one of our British listeners and you have some uh, insight into how you carry all these coins around, please let us know, because we would like to know for future travel and just just curiosity. Yeah, and if this is, like, a new coin that's going to be frequently in use or if it's, like, more of a collector's thing. Because, you know, we do have... I did notice um, last time I had a, some quarters i noticed like you know how they did the 50 state quarters yeah now they did like national parks and national monuments because they managed to do all of the states and so i was like oh i've never actually seen these quarters before like this is interesting like there was one for denali national park which was cool um and i looked at them so i'm wondering if it's like 
that kind of stuff or I don't know there was a the bicentennial quarter I remember thinking that that was worth like finding one of those when I was a kid and being like oh my god this is probably worth so much and my parents are like no that's worth 25 cents like (laughs) there are plenty of those out there um oh but I didn't mention that this coin is being minted because it's celebrating um 65 years for uh since the queen's coronation and then uh prince charles's 70th birthday and also prince george is going to be five this year oh my god i can't believe it right believe it and then there's really no reason why william but is there's nothing to celebrate for william (laughs) yeah who knows well yeah pretty big year for him but i that reminds me this wasn't on our list but i can't remember what day it was but when it was australia day recently um the Royals were posting on their social media and they, um, the Getty photographer, Chris Jackson, he, or Christopher Jackson, he posted a photo from when, uh, Kate, Will and George were in Australia and George was at the zoo. And I almost like lost my mind because I forgot his, how his cheeks were amazing. Like he's still adorable, but like he was so adorable. And I just encourage people to go find that. Um, and reminisce about him being an amazing chubby baby who wanted to hug a wombat or something. I don't know. Right. Oh, yay. So good. Well, there'll be more memories once baby three comes and hopefully they, hopefully they bring all three children on a tour. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, speaking of Kate, uh, we're going to go over just, yeah, the two events that she did, um, in the past week, not, um, including items from the Scandinavian tour, like we said. We'll cover that next week. Uh, But yeah, on January 23rd, uh, Kate uh, visited the Roe Green Junior School uh, to launch a new initiative for the Heads Together campaign. And um, yep, the Heads Together campaign, if you don't know, is the initiative with Kate, uh, William, and Harry, and soon to be Megan, uh, that works to uh, make mental health part of the just the national conversation and to get people to open up and get help when they need it. And um, at the school, she met with with uh, students and educators and uh, so she's always so good at in those situations when she gets to hang out with kids and see what they're doing and be part do arts and crafts and all that stuff and um, the reason why this event not only was for heads together but was to launch a new initiative uh, kind of a website kind of guide called mentally healthy schools which will be used that uh, so educators can use to kind of figure out what they should do if they're having um, you know a student who's having some mental issues or they uh, aren't quite sure what to do or to give tips um, for students or parents and whatnot and have kind of that like that essentially that bible that they can kind of uh, check with and kind of become that standard for how to handle um, any issues that come up and obviously make it more, yeah, part of the conversation in schools. And uh, at the event, Kate wore, she wore, she rewore a, um, a cornflower blue is how I'm going to describe it, um, Sports Max coat. And I wrote the word coast in my note. I see that now. I almost said it, but then I was like, that's not the word coat. And uh, she last wore this coat in 2015 uh, when she was pregnant with Charlotte. So yeah, a great uh, maternity wear item. And then she was wearing a new uh, Empire Waist um, blue Seraphine dress. So uh, Seraphine has been a, yeah, a maternity brand that she's worn for quite some time um, and wears quite frequently, obviously, when she's pregnant. And then she accessorized with the Sports Max coat, um, a scarf from Balua. And uh, the scarf is apparently inspired by an Henri Matisse painting. It's I couldn't find what painting, 
but I um, I don't know either. It's a really beautiful scarf. It is, and I think Pippa has it too, or at least or or they are sharing it. Maybe. Ooh, maybe that's like again, Kate stole or Kate had it, and then Pippa stole it from her, or was it quote unquote borrowed it from her? (laughs) I mean, you have a sister, isn't that what's supposed to happen? Is like, oh, I don't have anything to wear. Oh wait, there's that scarf. I can at least take that. Yeah, there's. It hasn't happened recently since my sister. My sister mostly wears black nowadays, but I, there's been times when like she's come back. She came back from like college, and like I'd be like, "That's where my shirt went. You took mm-hmm. it." Not that I didn't also steal a large amount of her say, clothing, but um, <laughs> I feel but like I'm just more hurt by it. <laughs> well, like I know the example I can think of is when you stole her softball sweatshirt yeah (laughs) and then you turned it you like wore it constantly and then your mom like threw it away because it was so like ratty but it was so comfortable it was and seriously I don't my mom has never fessed up that she did anything with it it has disappeared I and that was the best sweatshirt like I always looked so good in it even though it was disgusting it was like this gray hooded sweatshirt and it the, the sleeves were disgusting. Yeah, like, like that, the wrist, like, cuffs were frayed. Yeah, yeah. And I went to school, so thank you for acknowledging me as a person at high school. Are you kidding? Do you that. know what I was wearing? I was probably wearing a, an AirServe sweatshirt that I stole from your house. I was wearing the same thing. Who cares? Yeah. High school. It was freezing in there. It was. Ugh. Except for in the summer when we didn't have air conditioning. But right. anyway... Yeah, so again, I'm, I'm imagining that Kate and Pippa, they have way cooler, they have way nicer things to steal from each other, though. They're not old softball sweatshirts. Right. It's, it's like fancy silk scarves. Um, well, then we saw Kate again uh, the next day on the 24th of January. So uh, this time she was visiting the, uh, or she had two, two different events she attended. The first was a visit to the Maurice Wool Clinical Neuroscience Institute at King's College. And while she was there, uh, she met with people at the Institute to discuss uh, challenges that women go through before and after they give birth. And she also met with researchers at the center. Obviously, Kate, uh, as a person who's currently pregnant with her third child, has uh, firsthand gone through, you know, giving being pregnant and giving birth twice. But she this is a good what so she has kind of good insight that somebody like me would not have. I think she's a really good person to go on visits like this, especially since it ties in so neatly with um, Heads Together because of focus on maternal mental health and is a very big key. It's a key element of just maternal health in general. Yeah. Um, similarly, the second visit was to the mother and baby unit at the Bethlehem Royal Hospital. And so she just had a, a day where she was out with babies on the mind. And she was wearing blue again. So, I mean, take that with a grain of salt, maybe. But she might be sending subtle hints that baby three is a boy. Or maybe she's just messing with everyone. Who knows? But this time, um, it was more Seraphine. So it was the Lori Seraphine maternity dress and the Seraphine periwinkle blue Natasha coat. And she, again, looked amazing and was wearing heels. And I admire her greatly for looking so good. <laughs> yeah, I really like the the coat that she wore. I think it's a really cute maternity coat. I love the color of it because it is so like, I mean, it's it's this beautiful color on her. Yeah, yeah. it's like a good like blue. It's like a blue you can wear kind of year round, but it's like a, 
it's I think it's a good winter blue. Yeah, it's really good for like when it's like January, February ish, because it's like that's when it's kind of depressing and gray out. So it kind of adds some fun. It's a little springy, but not too springy. So then more there was more baby related rumors. You've got to tell me about this. Yes. So, um, yeah, so I'm calling this our, uh, maybe I'm going to see if the, how this works, our Royal rumor section, at least for a Royal rumor about Kate and, uh, there, and this one we've been seeing kind of reports about it since September, um, when they announced that Kate was pregnant and it's that she potentially wants to do a home birth for, um, baby number three. So she wouldn't go, um, to the Lindo wing, uh, to give birth as she has done with uh, George and Charlotte. And then obviously where she and Will do the, the presentation of the child on the steps. Uh, but this time she, yeah, she would just give birth at Kensington palace and not, you know, have to get up and look presentable, you know, four hours after she gives birth. <laughs> no, when she's um, going home, she could take her time. Yeah. She and could, so the reason, yeah. Oh, go ahead. She could send William out with the baby. Yeah. I'd be like, here, you, you haven't been through this. You've been right. through some, you know, some ordeal, but not the ordeal I did. So why don't you go out and be like, yes, baby is doing great. Mom's doing great. And then mm-hmm. I can take a nap and I don't have to worry about like getting home and I can just right. chill. Yeah. And also, uh, I think it would make more sense with, like, two kids to come to the yes. hospital. Like, since they already have two kids, like, bringing George to meet Charlotte, that was a, I remember that. It was so cute. Um, mm. And I think it's probably, you know, William trying to wrangle both kids on his own, <laughs> going to right. see Kate in the hospital. I feel like that'd be logistically a lot harder. Right. And, like, honestly, you know, she's given us an heir and a spare. Mm. It's not that three is not baby this baby isn't as important but like she's really like gone above and beyond what she really needs to do uh and really i think she deserves to kind of yeah plan a birth the way she wants because she really probably had didn't have very much choice beyond like okay well you're giving birth to the future king of king or queen of england so we're gonna need you to give birth in this hospital and you're gonna need to do this and that and And has to be exactly like how where diana was when william was born and that kind of thing like yeah if i had to give birth in the hospital where like my husband was born in like the same room and it would be like are you sure i can't just choose the doctor i like and trust the best like yeah are you sure not that those people aren't who work there aren't great, but also there was that really sad um, like circumstance where that one hospital nurse who was those two Australian radio like DJs called and pretended to be the queen and Prince Philip. And this woman who worked as a nurse there gave out private private medical information. And then, yeah, I mean, that's that's a really sad story. And so I can imagine she would just want to like stay home. Right. Also, this is a rumor, so we don't know for sure, but I can totally understand. Also, she can also recreate a hospital room at any like place. It's not like me where I would, you know, maybe be able to get like a a tub, you know, one of those like whatever people have for water births. Like, no, she can like hire a, a legit all the equipment for an actual hospital room if she needs to. Yeah, and it's and you know it's like. She, yeah, I I don't doubt that they will present the child in a public space, but they certainly don't need to do it at the hospital and, you know, hours after the birth. We can all be patient and you can announce that it's a boy or a girl. And then if you want to show off 
the baby at a press call or whatnot, like, cool. I'm sure they're, they'll, they'll think of a really great idea of how to do it. And yeah. If it's just pictures, that is totally cool, too. Yeah. Honestly, all I really want is just to know that everyone's, you know, safe and healthy and stuff. And I kind of want to know the, you know, uh, gender and the name and stuff. But I can wait. It's not my baby. Right. I don't have any exactly. right to the information. Right. She's just done nosy. three really bad, you know, starts to her pregnancy, I think. She deserves to kind of, yeah, have the control she wants. So yay. Good for so, you, Kate, we'll if that's what sh- uh, you get to do. And then um, this one is the next kind of royal rumor um, is that, so people have kind of been wondering why Kate's hair has been a little bit shorter than usually her longer locks. And um, it's believed that she actually ended up donating about seven inches of her hair to a charity that makes wigs for cancer patients, which is awesome. Oh my God. And right. Beautiful. mm -hmm. Right. Her hair is gorgeous and I'm sure, and it probably definitely helped make some really great wigs for people who really would use it and need it um, and make them, you know, just kind of take something off their, their minds while they're going through cancer and whatnot. Um, But yeah, so the, it's believed that she donated to the little princess trust and she did it anonymously, but I think it ended up getting out that she was that, the, the hair ended up being hers. So it hasn't been confirmed or anything by Kensington Palace. Uh, obviously, she wanted it done anonymously. Uh, but yeah, what a great and nice thing to do, considering that, you know, that's a lot of hair. Like, I've considered doing that sometimes, and I always freak out, and I'm like, no, I can't do it. So you're a better person than I, Catherine Middleton. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I'll, the, the, the amount of money that goes on that hair, too, because, like, you know, she's not using like suave shampoo and conditioner per mm-hmm. plus two in one. She's yeah. like getting, she has like top things. I think that's really nice because yeah. if you can do it. So moving on. Yeah. So we'll talk next uh, quickly, a little interlude about some uh, royals we don't always talk about, but who we, you know, are very thrilled um, have some happy news. And so, again, we're, we talked about uh, uh, Princess Beatrice's engagement last time, and now there's more happy news in the family, and this is with um, uh, Anne's daughter, Zara, and her husband, Mike Tyndall. They have announced that they are expecting another child, yeah. and this is especially happy news. Uh, well, I don't want to say... I'm just saying, like, I'm really happy for them uh, because recently... In 2016, the they had announced they were expecting, and then unfortunately, Zara suffered a miscarriage, and that was really sad um, because, by all accounts, you know, I mean, beyond the obvious, I'm blathering. It's no, it's, it's tough. It's, <laughs> it's a tough sad. thing it's to so talk sad. about. Yeah, yeah, and um, right, because they had announced, and then you just have to be like, actually, this is not happening, and unfortunately, this is what happened. You know. Yeah, so this is, you know, good news since we know they probably have wanted another uh, child now and to be a younger sibling to their daughter, Mia Tyndall. And Mia, I believe, is the little girl who is holding Queen Elizabeth's purse in the large family photo. (laughs) Yeah. That is the greatest (laughs) photo of all time. so cute. Uh, So she deserves or she should hopefully have a, a new sibling. And I don't know if we 
do we have a due date or a month or I anything? I don't think like that? so. I didn't see one. Um, but I bet it's probably pretty similar to soon around Will and Kate's because I I think they waited longer to announce obviously this time. Yeah. Um, just in case they it ended up um not working out. But yeah, they're really close with uh Will and Kate, so I think it'll be nice that they'll have another little little friend who will be yeah about the same age as baby three. So cousins, yay! Yay! Um, so congratulations to them and, you know, hoping for the best here so that we can get another little Royal McMuffin to look at. Yeah, super cute. Yeah. And then moving along to Harry and Meghan. So the first news item, there's not too much to too much detail available on this, but um, it was reported by people uh, or at least that's where I saw the the article that Harry was in Botswana last week and he was there on a private trip. So it wasn't like there wasn't any Kensington palace, um, you know, press releases or photos or anything um, that were released by Kensington palace. But he was uh, reportedly there uh, for a trip to visit various conservation organizations. He's worked closely with for, you know, many years now. And Megan did not go with him, but we can assume he, you know, picked her up a souvenir at the airport or something, but not really that. I mean, that's a dumb joke, but I'm thinking she has a great souvenir from Botswana because that is where the diamond from her ring is. And that is where one of the places they went uh, for her birthday um, when they were uh, traveling in Africa last summer. So, yeah. It's just a quick trip to Botswana for Harry. So if you were wondering where he was, that was what was happening. But I now see that there's another (laughs) potential royal rumor that I want you to tell me all about. Yes. So this was from the um, the Star, the Daily Star. So obviously it's... Very trusted uh, source. A very trusted source. Just just, kidding. I just wanted to put that out there. That's where my... That's my source. (laughs) Uh, And it's believed that after the wedding, uh, Prince Harry is going to get... A fifty thousand pound uh, hair transplant, and um, he just doesn't want to. According to the article, he just doesn't want to end up like his brother Will. Yeah, I and, mean, who would want a uh, fate like that? Right, It'd just be tragic. And, yeah, <laughs> and it's, and he's gonna the the hair transplant will to be to cover up the bald patch on his head, and um, but Megan is actually the one who has been setting up like the the clinic that will like help him and stuff because since she's so connected with, you know, hair transplant people, apparently. <laughs> yeah. I mean, isn't every woman. Right. Exactly. I mean, uh, she, I mean, she might know people, you know, in the industry or something from her work in Hollywood. I don't know. She knows um, Tom Brady's guy. Allegedly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and here's one of the quotes that I loved. <laughs> He's a modern prince, and he wants to stay looking as young as possible for as long as possible. Oh, yes, definitely. Okay, yeah. Because modern guys, they just want to stay looking as youthful as they can. Yeah. So, yeah, so I guess if we just see, you know, um, Harry heading over to, like, La La Land or something, we just know what's up. He's actually going to go see some sort of Hollywood um, you know, hair doctor, expert hair doctor. Yeah. 
Yeah. So we'll we'll keep we'll keep an eye out for any, you know, if he's just walking around wearing hats constantly for, you know, I don't know, a year, then we'll be able to spot it. Um <laughs> but in the more tangent uh like uh, the more concrete news, the things right. we know happened um cuz they happened today. Um today February 1st, we had another joint appearance by Harry and Meghan and this was their first evening event out together and they were attending the Endeavor Fund Awards at Goldsmiths Hall in London and the Endeavor Fund was part of the Royal uh, Trust and it's set up to fund uh, like events that are related to sports and adventure sporting and adventuring I guess is how they describe it for um, former service members and so an example of like these types of events that the money is used for is when um, Harry joined that journey to the South Pole in November of 2013. So it's uh, sets up excursions like that and other mountain climbing treks, you know, I don't know, probably some sailing stuff, anything that's kind of more adventurous and, and sporting um, that comes from, or I don't know, Prince Harry will use some money from the Endeavor Fund to help get those kind of things off the ground. And so this uh, awards show, or I don't know what you want to call it. I don't know if they serve. I don't know. Sorry. I'm like laughing. <laughs> um, but at this awards, it celebrates the achievements of wounded, injured, and sick servicemen and women in sporting and adventure challenges. So today, Harry and Meghan uh, showed up first for a pre-ceremony reception. And then they uh, both participated in the award show themselves. And so Megan presented the Celebrating Excellence Award. And it was really cool to see her taking a an active role and yeah. like a public, very public role in this charity that's so close to Harry's heart. And she um, opened up by saying how grateful she was to be able to be there and to be a part of it. And then um, she managed to keep her cool while there was a an envelope mix up, where when they were she was supposed to be reading the nominees, they like hand, they couldn't find the correct envelope, and so she had to kind of stand there and like play it off for a few minutes. And whereas I would turn into a blathering idiot, and or make a really really dumb joke, Megan handled it amazingly, and managed to keep the audience's attention and like spirits <laughs> up and everything until they figured out where to get it and so there was not a, an oscars 2017 moment where they announced the wrong winner <laughs> she um managed to wait for the right information and so she then presented the award to the winner a man named daniel uh clara Coates. and i hope i'm saying his last name right but i'm probably not and he um has he has ptsd and he has been using um mountain climbing to help in his recovery from that so he's climbed some of the world's highest mountains and kind of an effort to, you know, imp- like, uh, help him, I don't know, recover and get better mentally. Okay, cool. And it's pretty cool that she got to do that. And then uh, Harry presented the final award of the night, but he didn't have any major mishaps. So good for him. But Megan yeah. uh, was wearing pants again. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, she was wearing a an Alexander McQueen pantsuit. Um, so it was like a black suit and it's kind of like ankle. It, it, I mean, it was amazing if I had a billion dollars or whatever it costs to buy. It's such a nice 
looking suit. So she was wearing that and then a white silk um, blouse by Tuck's Bodywear under it. And then she had a really nice black and uh, pink Prada clutch with her. And I just want the whole outfit personally. Yeah, I just so I um, I hadn't had a chance to see see the event, but I just saw photos of yeah the suit and it looks so slick. Like I know, I wish I could look as cool as Megan. The fu- in a pantsuit. <laughs> the fuck girls posted on their Instagram uh, a caption to the photo that was pretty funny, and it's pretty much how I feel about it. And let me see if I can pull it up here. Um, okay. where it's something about, I can't re- I don't know who was posting, but it said, uh, it said like, this is why I always wear, oh, the reason I always wear jeans is that I never look as slick as Meghan Markle does in other kinds of trousers. I mean, let's get real. I don't look slick in jeans either, but they're at least marginally more forgiving than that. Maybe these <laughs> McQueens would be too, if I had a spare $800 to offer them to see if they'd forgive me the chips I just ate while ogling pictures of Meghan and Harry. That's how, that's how I feel. Like, again, yeah. you know, I, I like wearing my, you know, skinny jeans with lots of stretch yet, you know, structure to them <laughs> because, yeah. you know, you can have those chips while you're reading stories about Megan right. and looking at pictures of her <laughs> looking amazing in a wool suit. Good for them. It was fun to see them out and we will, you know, hopefully get to see them soon. Yeah, and uh, it's reported that we'll most likely see, yeah, Harry and Meghan kind of taking a, and especially Meghan taking on a larger role before she's even becomes officially a royal uh, in April when um, she and Harry are reported to be attending the Commonwealth Heads of Government meeting. Um, And this will be taking place at Windsor. And it's where, yeah, all the heads of the governments of all 52 of the Commonwealth uh, countries will meet to, yeah, just kind of discuss... Uh, all sorts of conversations about trade and, you know, healthcare and all sorts of things like that, uh, that affect all those countries and how they can work together, which will be especially important, I'm sure, for the UK since they're, you know, leaving the European Union. Uh, So, and uh, since it's April and most likely Kate will be having a baby during that month, it only makes sense that, uh, Kate not be told to, you know, go network and put on a smile when she's like, uh, I would like to be done being pregnant uh, at that moment. Or and... if she is done being pregnant, because yeah. they've only released that she's due in April. And so right. it could be could... early April for all we know. Yeah. So, so yeah, Harry and Meghan will go and um, they will do that. There's also a reception at the and. Usually, if you're a royal, you would wear a tiara to this event. Um, but we'll for sure get an evening gown from Megan. And uh, a tiara, I'm going to say no. Uh, and the reason why I'm going to say no is because I think, first of all, I think there's nothing cooler than your first tiara wear on your wedding day. Yeah. Um, I think, th- I mean, isn't that like most royals don't wear tiaras until they're married anyway? I think so. Um, so, like, I mean, like, for example, Princess Diana, her family had tiaras, but her family, you know, was, you know, part of, they had a tiara because they're, God, I'm totally, they're nobility. Um, right. They had an ancestral tiara. But I don't think you wore it, even even if your family did have it, I don't think you got to wear one before you were married. I might okay. be completely wrong, though. Well, we should. At think, least well, back I in think, the day. Yeah. But I think we're going to do, I think, especially since we're doing wedding themed uh episodes i think we're, we'll for sure be talking about tiaras and which one we think megan will wear on her wedding day um 
So we could probably figure out that and we could learn some tiara protocol and get back to you guys Yes, on that. Uh, but yeah, another reason was I was looking was because uh, Princess Diana did some events before her wedding, including ones where she could have probably worn a tiara and she didn't. So um, that kind of tells me probably you wouldn't, yeah, you wouldn't wear one until you're married is my guess. But um, yeah, I hope she wears an evening gown for sure, obviously, if that's what is required. But I hope she doesn't wear a tiara, even if they're like, oh, yeah, you could. Just she could always go with some nice diamond hair clips. I mean, right. There's right. a like thing. Wear, wear it a doesn't have like exactly wear like the most gigantic, amazing necklace ever. Yeah. And then reveal that it's actually not real diamonds and that it's, you know, like $20 and I can get one. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's what I so, want. <laughs> so I hope she doesn't, she resists the temptation to raid the, the vault and wears one just for her wedding day. But I guess we'll see. We will. What happens? Which on the next note is we're going to talk about the wedding. Yeah. Oh, so sorry. Th- no, I was going to say I can talk about my wedding info first since you yeah. just talked. <laughs> so, and I really want to know because I do not know anything about this other story and I, I like to put my full attention to it. <laughs> so it's been reported that um, you know, more and more details are leaking out about the wedding. And it's been reported that Though Megan's father will likely uh, be the one walking her down the aisle on their wedding day, uh, he won't. It's it's unlikely that he will be giving a toast. Um, but Megan will give a toast herself, and I think this really fits in with what we've seen so far about Megan. She doesn't shy away from public speaking. She's very comfortable doing it, and so she's. Uh, reportedly going to take this opportunity to thank their guests and um, especially the queen for their support and welcome welcoming her as a British citizen or at least dual citizen probably and uh, as a member of the royal family so yeah it'll be really interesting obviously unless somebody sneaks their phone in there (laughs) and records it for us all we probably won't get to see it Um, but we can imagine that it'll be extremely beautifully written and articulate and make everyone cry. And maybe part of since Harry and Meghan have been like, like their press team has said that they're going to really try to make the day, you know, represent their love and their personalities. Maybe they're going to have a wedding video that they'll share with us. Oh my God. And they'll like post it on Facebook. Right. Yeah, exactly. And then you are like, this is 20 minutes long. I'm not watching this. But for them, I was. Sorry, everyone. That was mean. No, but for them, I was. watch your wedding videos. Most of the time, I've been to the people's wedding. And so, like, I'll, you know, or I just kind of want to see the dress. I I get weird. I didn't record my own wedding because I get get so self-conscious. And I just didn't want to. I knew I was going to be crying and have a bright red face and didn't really want that preserved for posterity. (laughs) I wanted to remember it, how I can, like, airbrush it with my own brain. Like, oh, wow, I was glowing and looked beautiful. Um, well, you did. Well, thanks. <laughs> I was definitely not fishing for that compliment. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. So I would totally watch their wedding video. Oh, for sure. Especially so, because well, you would have to look for, like, the um, when the DJ, you know, they have the dance, the wedding party, you'd have to see if uh, there's evidence of William's dad dancing. We can only hope. But, oh, speaking of that, though, that's a good segue. Speaking of music. <laughs> speaking of music, what the hell is this next thing? You've okay, got to tell me about so, it. Yeah. Okay. So I was so I was looking for news to put in the wedding segment, and I saw that there was a news article about someone 
who you might you may or may not be familiar with, uh, listeners called Craig David, uh, and he is if you don't know him, he is a singer uh, who's been a UK singer who's been popular. I feel like since I don't know, like the early two thousands even. Yeah, it was and, early two thousands. Yeah, and his his most famous song he has a few, but his most famous song is called "Fill Me In." Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, I was trying uh, racking my brains, like God, what is that one? Yeah, Maybe. I'll I'll put it. I'll put a clip. Perfect. No, we probably can't. Can we put? No, a clip we can. In there? Yeah, it's it's, it's shorter okay. than seven seconds. Just like the little Se- thing. Seven seconds. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Or you can put it so, under us talking. We'll talk about the legality of this after. <laughs> excellent. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> uh, but I, the reason why I found this is because the article pretty much just said that. Uh, Craig David wants to be the wedding performer <laughs> for uh, Megan and Harry's wedding. Uh, for example, Ellie Golding was the one who sang, uh, God, I'm totally forgetting the Ellen John song. I should remember this. It was at my wedding, too. Um, Can you feel the love tonight? No, I'm oh, just kidding. No, uh, your song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she covered your song. Um, and so Craig David wants to sing Harry and Megan's song. But he hasn't been asked, but he's hoping he'll get asked and thinks he would be a great wedding performer and I agree uh because I have loved Craig David for so long fill me in is one of my favorite songs and uh I only it, my love for it has only grown because the song is so inappropriate that I was listening to it at such a young age because it's pretty much about these like Craig David getting mad at this girl's parents because she he's like corrupting this girl uh for example one of the lyrics is like the parents are like you know, we left you at the home in white and you came, when we came back, you were wearing black or like, Oh yeah. These are, that's just like gun, another great example of things that went completely over my head when they were popular. Right. But the song is so catchy and I love it. It is a and very catchy song. When you, when you look at the play counts of songs on my iTunes, mm-hmm. it's, it's very high because I, it's one of those songs I'll just put on loops for a very, very long time. Um, is it higher or lower than Roxanne? Um, it is lower. It is. Well, I mean, yeah, it's higher than, uh, Roxanne these days. Yeah. Um, I used to put the Roxanne by the police on when I was trying to write papers. Well, I th- remember it happened. It really helped. It happened once at, by accident. You hit it, put it on loop. And then you looked up and it was like, like three hours later, you had finished your paper and Roxanne had played like, a, yeah. like 70 <laughs> times or something like right. that. Right. However long it takes. And I was like, how did your, I don't know, your I think it was when you were, like, in high school. And I was like, how did your parents yeah. not, like, come yell at you and be like, turn that damn song off? Yeah. <laughs> well, I usually had headphones on. Oh, okay. So okay. that helped. Because I was going to say, your computer, like, all of ours was in a, like, family space. Back yeah. in the day when we all had to use the desktop in, like, our living room. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. I know. But yeah. But yeah, so even the reason why Craig David was even in the news for saying that he wanted to play was because uh, he was, Prince William told him that uh, recently at an event that uh, he and uh, Harry were into his music. And so he was like, oh, maybe they're considering me for the the wedding. Do we know if, is Craig David more famous in England than he is here? Because I would classify him in America as a one-hit wonder. I believe he is more, yes, he's more popular in the UK for sure. Okay. So maybe it's like, it would just be, because right now, when I saw this, Craig David (laughs) as the wedding performer, I was like, what? That's the most random. And again, I couldn't even remember what Fill Me In was called until you just reminded me like it's kind of like that's a weird random person but maybe in the uk yeah he's 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 definitely more popular in the Um, uk but 
I was extremely excited that he he was relevant again for me. So I love you, Craig David. Fill me in is the song of my youth, and it Good. shouldn't be. So. <laughs> Indeed. I, I so. give it two thumbs up too. It's a good. I feel like it was on like totally hits 2001. Yeah, and now that's what I call it? music. I'm sure it was on and now that's what I call music. I'm going to look up mm-hmm. what year it would be. Because I remember it was my mom like yeah. wouldn't. Okay. And he was nominated so, for best male pop see, like, vocal performance. Wow. Yeah. Good for, good for Craig. So, listen to Fill Me In if you haven't. Or once you hear it, you'll be like, oh, that song. But I'll put a clip in. Under seven seconds. <sighs> All right. Well, I think that's everything. I think so. I, I was about to go, oh, now for um, our main topic. But then I was like, oh, God, we don't. Yeah, we don't have one this week. But that's why we could spend <laughs> yeah. uh, 10 minutes talking about Craig David. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't think it was that uh, that long, but. Okay, and yeah, and now I just, so I'm looking yeah. up the Craig David thing, and I was correct in thinking that he was wearing a black beanie while wearing, like, a shiny oh, periwinkle sexy. suit Okay. in Hold the on. video. I'm going to have to check yeah. this out. It's good. <laughs> oh, yeah, because it says it was released in the okay, US in gotcha. 2001. So, later. So, yeah. I was going to say, I, honestly, I feel like it was on Totally Hits 2001, Sweet. which I owned. Oh, that was a great, yeah. that was a great album. Uh I wish I could. I wish those CDs weren't like scratched to all hell, like, so that I could still actually like enjoy them because they're probably. I mean, they are very fun, like reminders of right. a certain. It's era. so true, and I yeah, I have a lot of mix CD mixes that I made that are like ruined, and I'm like, if well, Caitlin, if only you had, you know, known that you shouldn't ruin these and that you should put them back in the case instead of just stacking all of your CDs, then you could have these. Sweet oh, mixes, I know, but yeah. Nope. They're Denzo. Yeah, for one day your children to like listen to them and be like, wow, my mom was so, wow, my such mom a really genius. Loved Craig David. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right. Well, yeah, I think that's I a good so. note to end. So, on. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. Well, as always, if you want to get in touch with us, uh, you can do so in several ways. We are reachable at uh, Gmail. We're americrowndreams at gmail.com. And you can also connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Americrown Dreams and on Twitter at Americrown Dream. Um, you can also rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast mm-hmm. on Apple Podcast or on SoundCloud, I think. I don't, I don't think know you, too I much about I think you can like heart or like on SoundCloud. Yeah, you then you can heart our stuff. I don't know. But we we like that. Indeed. We like getting feedback. And so far, so good. And again, uh, especially with next week's episode, if there's anything specific to the Scandinavian tour you'd like us to discuss, if you have any opinions on outfits or uh, events that you would like us to shout out, we are definitely willing to do so. Um, So let us know. And we will be back soon to uh, talk about all that stuff. Bye. Bye. Bye.